0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now.
0: Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. want to welcome you into the show. And first of all, we just want to say thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure, make sure you leave us a five-star review. It's a $2 Tuesday, so we're not giving out $2 if you give us a five-star review. But go ahead and do that because... Someone may thank you because, you know, we're doing really, really great things over here. But, T, let me tell you, Deion Jones may return, but will he be willing to play ball, though? We'll talk about that. <laughs> and also, Alex Anthopoulos looking like he's going to dance with the team that brought him. We'll talk about that as well. And last but not least, and for the culture, Tiger Woods turned down how much? That's all coming up. But, but first, we've got to talk about, Deion Jones. We got a report yesterday from uh, Jeff Schultz of the Athletic, you know, friend of the friend of the program, um, about Deion Jones. The team tried mm-hmm. to t- trade Deion Jones. Terry No, I'm sure they've been trying, working the phones, trying to figure out what's a good value, and they haven't been able to find a trade partner.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotta have
0: two people to, to to dance, right? The tango, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I find very interesting is that. From what the report seemed, made it seem that they might figure out a way to keep him if as long mm-hmm. as his attitude is right and he's working hard. Like, what are we talking about here? Are we in high school T Like, what's going on right now?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that's an interesting comment because let's face it, there's never been any report. Out of Flowery Branch, or any reports from anywhere that says Debo is anything but a stand up guy, right? Right. He's been yeah. one of the leaders of the team and was part of the team, you know, when they went on that Super Bowl run and has been one of their stalwarts. Yes, he is kind of on the downside. His body just was not right last year. We saw flashes of Debo, but we didn't see the real Deion Jones. So that was an interesting comment to me. I get right. what Jeff is saying, obviously. If you're malcontent based on your situation, knowing that you gotta stay in a place where somebody wants you to go and leave, yeah, you you could definitely have a little bit of a different attitude than normal. But I expect Deion Jones to be the same stand-up guy he's always been. And I also expect Dean Pease with his creativity to find a space and a place somehow for him to still contribute.
0: No doubt about it. And you know, to be honest with you, you know, you talk about the play not being where it needs to be, you know. And one thing that I've always kind of pointed out with Dion is, is that he came in a certain way, looking a certain nice. way, playing a certain way. And the only thing that really changed is that his his level of play has declined. You mm-hmm. know, you never really saw the change in of the body. And I always talk about that. Like that's one thing you have to pay attention to when you're talking, looking at NFL players and whether or not. They're gonna reach their uh, potential, and and Grady Jarrett is a, is a prime example. Is right yes. there, and yes. you talk about how he came in. He was kind of mm-hmm. you know he wasn't that big up top, and right. you know of course he yes. stopped down low. But that second year you came back, he was walking around the locker room like this, you know. for mm-hmm. <laughs> right. those, those who can't see, I'm a, I got my chest all poked out. You know, it's poking out mm-hmm. a little bit more nowadays. You know, I've been yeah. out to, you know, I've been giving thing right, but I think those are some of the things that I've always noticed about Debo D- when. But, you know, he was just so great when you're talking about speed from a speed standpoint. That was a great asset that he had as a player. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he was a playmaker as well. So with the interceptions and, of course, you know, always giving it to the New Orleans Saints, which a lot of people in this town loved him for. uh, Mm -hmm. And we'll always love him for that. But I think those are some of the things that kind of come to fruition now Mm -hmm. that, you know, Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith trying to trade him and they know that more than likely you're only going to save a, a couple of dollars. Yeah. Uh, one million dollars ain't a couple of dollars, but you know, mm-hmm. hey, but that's you saving. Of the salary a- cap, that but, is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, I think that for those reasons, I believe that I believe they'll find a deal, but it might mm-hmm. not necessarily be the one that they actually want. Speaking yeah. of a deal, T. Before we talk about a player that looks like he might be done for the season, they might mm-hmm. and Terry Fondo might have to work those phones again. Tell them about the deal that Dave, the Dave app, has for our special listeners.
1: Yes, and the Falcons may not at this point have a deal that they want to consummate for Deion Jones, although they've got Michael Walker in the wing, so there's that. But Dave has a deal that you can get going with him because if we keep it 100, everybody has been in a situation in their lives where they were tight on cash and needed somehow to strike a deal with somebody somewhere to help them out and that is where dave can help so a friend of mine used to always say there's no stress like financial stress and facts no question about it so dave can help you to get out of that pinch if you're ever in it again now hindsight is 2020. You can't really go back and change whatever got you in that situation. But what you can do is get a little help to bail you out for the future. So if you want to borrow or need to borrow a little cash, you can do that with Dave. It is actually a banking app. So you can do it right from your phone. You can get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. You can finally tackle the expenses that have been really stressing you out. No interest, no credit check needed. And millions of people have already downloaded the app and taken advantage of getting some financial relief so again you download that dave app from the app store right now that's d a b e sign up for an extra cash account and get up to 500 instantly and again for terms and conditions go to dave.com legal instant transfer fees apply banking provided by evolve they're a member of fdic and your future you will thank you
0: no doubt about it the future you will always thank you for making good sound financial decisions now Speaking of decisions um, mm-hmm. it has to be made, yeah. um, we talked about Vincent Taylor. You just found out that he tore his Achilles, yeah. ruptured his Achilles. I'm sorry. And more than likely, that means that your season is done. Yeah. And the thing about, you know, we talked about on this show, T, as far as the Terry Fondo waiting around to kind of see who gets cut mm-hmm. and all that stuff, as far as from a defensive line standpoint, adding mm-hmm. one more veteran guy. Yeah. It looks like the sense of urgency is uh
1: just turned up just
0: a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
1: sense of urgency has all of a sudden ratcheted up. And you think about it, and it's like, okay, you think you're all good to go because you got Eddie Goldman. And then he mm-hmm. says, no, thank you. I am done with this whole thing, period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you think, okay, I've got Vincent Taylor. And, you know, you really kind of want that veteran. Uh, you want somebody behind Taquan Graham, if nothing else, to just kind of push him to be great and or to be solid in that position, now you don't even have him as a backup. But Terry Fontenot said exactly what you just said. He said that in an interview yesterday with our guys Andy and Randy, and he talked about the fact that this is that time. Now that players are in pads, are getting closer to joint practices and preseason, he can start to be on the hunt. And I'm sure you know he didn't think he was going to be on the hunt for a nose tackle this quickly yet again. But, yeah, he he knows the deal, and that's just what he's going to do.
0: No doubt about it, and we would definitely keep an eye and monitor whether or not they do bring someone in or they're just going to ride this thing out, like I said, and wait around for, you know, the wee hours of the season once he gets rolling around and try to make an addition because more than likely it's going to be a guy that you know exactly what you're going to get from him. So it, I don't think that, that that period of where you to see what the guy can bring to the table or what he has, I think that's going to be kind of eliminated when you're talking about bringing a veteran defensive lineman and we know that that pro scouting department is, uh, where ter- is Terry Funk knows where his roots lie. So mm-hmm. we we'll, we definitely know that he's, uh, he's going to be on it and, and, and checking out once, once that move comes down the line, speaking of coming down the line, the Braves, the Phillies yeah. tonight at seven 20, mm-hmm. they will be taking on, I mean, Mr. Strider is going to be taking the mound oh, 120 yeah. have 120 strikeouts right now. And we already know, what it, what goes down when the folk hero is on the mounty? I think that this is something that the, I believe that the Braves have to get. I think they need yeah. to go ahead and take both of these because the Phillies Agreed. are kind of creeping up behind yeah. them. I know they're chasing the Mets and kind of sticking around that three-game range, but the Phillies are here, and I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon.
1: I, I would agree. I think it's one of those things where you absolutely have to understand the importance of what's where you're going. And so, you know, I heard somebody say something interesting and I thought, you know, that's not a bad assessment, if you will, of why this game is so important. Now the obvious for us is it's important because it's the Phillies. And like you said, you never want to get that complacent with a team that yeah, right now is 10 games behind you. But just remember at one time you were 10 games behind the Mets and how you were able to creep up. So still, you hot month ask. can
0: really change that
1: really quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or a hot month for the Phillies or a cold spell from, from the Braves as they go into a wicked schedule on the road, starting with a five-game stretch against the Mets just after the Phillies. So it's like you don't get a break there. So, yeah, they have to take it seriously. But I love the fact that just a week ago, Spencer Strider got them their only win in that series that they lost up in Philly. And we're talking about him going six innings. We're talking about him getting six strikeouts and only walking a couple of batters. That's what you want. Three hits and just one run? Yeah. If you can get that out of him, then I'm confident that you you can... That'll set you up to win this series and most certainly set you up to get what you need when you go to uh, Queens.
0: And one of the things that, that have always kind of been seemed like it's been a struggle with Spencer Strider lately is the run support. So yeah, gonna yeah. need those bats to get going tonight against the Philadelphia Phillies for sure. But speaking of bats and, you know, guys using it, you know, mm-hmm. like Austin Riley has been using this bat quite a bit lately. Uh, so probably going to be the name, the national um, league player of the month. But uh, Alex Anthopoulos said, hey, man, we're going to pass out this bat. We'll talk about that next. Right here on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis T. part of Locked On Sports. At, Damn, don't go anywhere. You not. I promise I'm
1: going to do something to
0: you. Oh, my bad. We got here. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I'm Tanitra, that is Jarvis, and we appreciate you guys Pulling up to the show each and every day. Appreciate you guys downloading this podcast wherever you get your podcast and continuing to give us five-star reviews. You guys have been amazing with that. It's still rocking with us on YouTube as well, getting this whole lockdown Sports Atlanta network almost to 3,000 subscribers. So keep it coming. Tell a friend we appreciate you, and we will continue to bring you this great content just like the Braves are convinced and confident that Austin Riley will keep being great for them as well. So on Sunday, we saw Austin Riley, of course, Jarvis, make history with having 26 multi-hit games in the month of July, breaking Hank Aaron's record. And then we saw the Braves make history on Monday themselves with giving Riley a 10-year contract, $212 million, taking you through 2032 with an option for 2033. And just really, yeah, solidifying their guy with the largest contract in franchise history And now I'm going to ask you this question, and I know it's going to sound like Captain Obvious, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And there's a reason that I'm going to ask it like this. But let me ask you, was it the right move at the right time?
0: You know what? I just find it. Interesting, right? You know, because you just coming off of the, a crazy month of July, mm-hmm. right? Ba- breaking a record that's been around since 1961, right. and it just so happened to be probably one of the greatest. Nah, let me scratch that. One, the greatest, a p- player of all baseball player of all time, and Hank Aaron. You, you you break franchise record with that, and you also break a record of a guy who, when he broke the record in Chipper Jones, mm-hmm. he won a uh, National League MVP trophy. So. Yes. You kind of following like a really good path right there, mm-hmm. and then as soon as that's over with, you're like, oh, hey, let me go get you this another record breaking contract, yep. and let's like, go ahead and put your name on that. And I, and I think that the timing of it is very interesting, mm-hmm. given that you know you got Dan, of course Dansby Swanson waiting in the wings for for his yep. contract, and the last year of his deal, he's going to be mm-hmm. free agent after the season. Then of course Max free. Who's a guy that's proved that he is absolutely hand down, no question, your ace of this staff for being mm-hmm. eligible as well. So the Braves got a lot of money to put out, and they yeah. right now they're they're currently like seven or eighth, top ten in the, in, in Major League Baseball as far mm-hmm. as from a salary standpoint. Right. And Lord knows we've talked about at great lengths about mm-hmm. how the Braves are cheap; they don't want to spend no money, but it seems like. Those books are kind of looking really nice right now as far as what's going on at Truist Park and the battery and all the amazing amount of money that they've been getting mm-hmm. from 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 how much they've been benefiting from that. So yeah. I think that when you think about it initially, it kind of is like, okay, all right, why are y'all doing this right now? But in the, in the, from a global standpoint, if you just look from a 30,000 foot view, it's kind of like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Because y'all have... Financially, it's set probably for the sure. next 10 yeah. years mm-hmm. uh, from a from a revenue standpoint, you know, with the World Series and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Look at it from that standpoint. It kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, it, it does. And listen, you know that this move didn't start Sunday. Right. You know, that no. the negotiations have been mm-hmm. in play. And hey, that's one less player that could potentially go to arbitration because that's probably what you're going to deal with with Dansby Swanson. Potentially with Max Reed, you hope not, but you never know. So that's one less player to go to arbitration. And it also bridges the gap for continuity, at least for the next five years. Now, it's a 10-year contract. No guarantee that Austin Riley is going to stay here for 10 years or you know retire brave or anything like that. But for five years, you probably have Austin Riley. You're probably going to be able to ink Max Reed, hopefully Dansby Swanson. But You already have Ronald Acuna Jr. You're probably going to be able to get Michael Harris the second, probably going to be able to get Spencer Strider. So it's the continuity for me that I really like that tells me it's the right time because, and that kind of segues into another question that we'll ask in just a moment, but talking about whether or not Some of these players, not all, but some of these players are the ones that bring you to the dance. So why not get them in place to be locked and loaded for the duration? So I like it. I I think the move is great. It's what the market was bearing for a third baseman that's doing what he's doing, not just a third base, but also at the plate. So I think the Braves made a good move, as always, with Alex Anthopoulos. And you know what another good move would be for you guys? Bet online. Right, Jarvis?
0: No doubt about it. Go
1: to betonline.net and go ahead and put some, a little change on whether or not
0: the boys going to get this NL East at the end of the year. I'm sure they'll have all the information just for you because mm-hmm. betonline.net has podcasts. They have all the information that you need. So why wait? Go to betonline.net. It is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Yes. It is your continued source for all your sports wager information, including live betting, esports, and scores. So hey, you are going there for your information, and you can get the scores and all everything that you're looking for. So yeah, Bet Online is the place to be. Now you are talking about well, you know, I'm not necessarily into the the, the major major sports, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they got that, they got they got you covered as well. They got the MMA, they got the boxing, and mm-hmm. you can check in on all the sports in, in regards to that, right? Any anything that's going on right now. Yes. So head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Because bet online is exactly where the game starts.
1: Yes. And we would say that the game probably really starts for the Braves, the Mets, and everybody right around 6 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Because yes. that's the trade deadline across Major League Baseball. But Alex Anthopoulos is one who's never going to wait until the last minute. We saw that last year. He started making moves. (laughs) And he's doing it yet again. So Monday, he was making moves. One of them, we kind of all anticipated. We thought that Will Smith was probably on his last leg, at least for the time he was here. And yes, thank you for what you did last year to help them clinch Mm -hmm. the World Series title. Appreciate you for that. But fast forward, and the Braves have to keep it moving and keep keep it pushing for what it is that they want to do this year and put themselves in contention. So they go out and they get, we talked about this yesterday, they get Ahiri Adrianza, which gives Mm -hmm. them just that one more person from a platooning perspective, right, in left field. But then they go out and get a sneaky, what could be a sneaky good find in both Robbie Grossman and Jake Odorizzi, and particularly Jarvis, I wanted to talk about Jake Odorizzi because I was like, yeah, that kind of goes to where we talked about Ian Anderson being right, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, you showed exactly what you needed to show on Saturday to save yourself and stay here, but just in case, just in case you stay wobbly, or just in case Charlie Morton stays wobbly, you have someone in Odorizzi who definitely is able to pitch you know, and get into that uh that five-man rotation, but also if you need a long reliever, you have someone who can do that in Odorizzi. So I like that one, and of course with Grossman, he gives you yet another quality outfielder who, um, if you're losing, if or if you have in, um, if you have one bat as far as you know, uh, having someone who hits well against the right fielders, whether that's Marcel Ozuna in a DH space or Eddie Rosario, if you will. Robbie Grossman, while not great when it comes to right-handed batters, certainly is raking with left-handers with, you know, a 364 average. So those things being said, do you think these are the final roster moves?
0: Probably so, because when you think about all of the, you know, the issues that we talked about leading up to the trade deadline, right? We talked about the infield, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Robinson Cano, Probably not getting the job done. He's been designated for assignment. He's out of here. And, you know, Adrianza, who's a utility guy who can play all over, so he'll mm-hmm. be able to fill that spot for you. Um, sure. that's a, that fills a need. And then you talk about the back end of the rotation. Ian Anderson's struggles have – he's struggled mm-hmm. <laughs> um, tremendously. And, yeah. you know, but as of late, you know, the last, as his last outing, you're only good at your last pitch, right? So mm-hmm. he showed really well. So I think yeah. that, you know, but you still, like you said, Alex Anthopoulos is a guy that – he don't put all his eggs in one basket. He's always right. thinking about the next move and the next move. Mm-hmm. And he has to be like that way as a general manager. And he's been able to do that. Um, and he feels that need. So, and and then when you talk about uh that left field situation, right? Mm-hmm. It's ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it, it was ugly. And you talk about Marcelo Zuna being out there, which is not a good look, and he's struggling at the plate as well, you're not really doing what you. Kind of, you paid them for it. and mm-hmm. and then you got eddie rosario who's is being eddie rosario not the one that that was the, the nlcs mvp right so mm-hmm. i think that you know you bring in the the extras just mm-hmm. in case mm-hmm. the breaking case of emergency guys and, and i think that you're you setting yourself up for to to make a run and i think that's yeah. exactly what ascentopolis has has done
1: and that's a good point because i would say just based on what you're sharing and I, I would tend to agree as well that this seems like to me if double a makes another move today i think it'll be minor i don't think he's going to be going out there of course there's the only guys that were left um were ian hap and um oh my goodness the guy that uh jewelry
0: oh brandon jury yep yep exactly
1: right. so those are really kind of the only ones who could possibly come through, but yeah, I agree with you. He probably is good to go where he is as far as Double A is, and so Jarvis. It seems like in order for the Braves to get back, they believe that they can go for the most part with a few changes around, uh, yes, if yes. you will, but uh, around the roster. But looks like they believe they can go with the team and dance with the team that brung them last year.
0: Yeah, and, and and that's fine. And I'm perfectly fine with that because Ozzy Albies is gonna return at some point. We yes. think we hope. Yes. You know, so I I so when you when you look at it from that standpoint of, you know, and you hoping that some guys get going. Of course, Ronald Cunha, mm-hmm. you, you assume that he's gonna go on a tear at some point, and we know how this Braves teams play. Mm-hmm. when Ronald Cunha has think, got got that back going. And we yes. and that's something that you know you can almost expect to happen. And you know, and it's not like you up here were trying to trade for Juan Soto in the first place, which is right. we find out today that, that the Padres basically <laughs> giving up the, the whole farm to go <laughs> right. to go get him and Josh Bell. I was like, oh my right. god, like, so, like and Watson? like literally, like so, so yeah, it's, it's 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 a lot of lot of big moves just going going down the trade deadline. But I'm actually kind of cool with the Braves not being a part of all that.
1: I agree. I I think that with the Roster as currently constructed, they have every opportunity to win this division and then buy for back to back titles, no question at all. And you know, we'll see. And if there are any more moves, you know that we are going to talk about it tomorrow. Also, of course, we're going to download on the first game of the two game series against the Phillies. But in for the culture, we'll talk about a guy. Who refuses to make a move? He is standing firm. And we'll talk about someone else who'll learn today. Don't come for her if she didn't send for you. We'll talk about it in for the culture.
0: Final subject of ATL Day Ones. I'm telling y'all, one of these days we're gonna start dropping these outtakes on uh ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and T. And y'all gonna, I'm sure, I promise y'all, y'all will. (laughs) thoroughly enjoy those bad boys but yes, thank you, you will be entertained <laughs> very very entertained you don't have to ask that question um no. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for rocking with us throughout the entire show like uh t mentioned earlier we are on our way to three thousand subscribers man we appreciate y'all for liking and subscribing and commenting don't forget to drop your comments in there as well we read those bad boys mm-hmm. and if it's good enough it'll probably make the show So, hey, we can make you famous, too, as well. Um, (laughs) But, see, this is um, for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, the culture, and entertainment, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. That's just how we get down on this show. We talked about somebody back getting an offer that they potentially couldn't refuse. It probably Mm -hmm. be an offer that no one, a regular person could refuse, but Tiger Woods um, reportedly... According to Greg Norman, mm-hmm. uh, in an interview, he said that Live Golf offered Tiger Wu <laughs> 700 between $700 and $800 million dollars right. just to play. Not to win and go be great, but right. just to make an appearance and just play a few rounds. Yeah. You know, like... Seven like now, I looked, you know, I started looking up some numbers and I started seeing, like, okay, I said, let me check career earnings of, of type one Tiger Woods now. Nah. Yes. <laughs> that's when I kind of calmed down a little bit, you know, $1.7 billion oh, in career right. earnings. Like, yeah, so but but still, like, that's half they offer him half of his career earnings in a one shot deal. Yeah, see, man, oh man, Tiger Woods is, I mean, we know he paid, but good oh. lord, what is he?
1: $800 million, million, $800 million dollars paid? Right. But, you know, it speaks to something that you and I talked about yesterday, whether people agree with us or not, or agree with the suspension of Deshaun Watson. And, and let me let me sh- share where I'm going with that. Okay, The integrity of the game matters to right. a lot of people. It matters yeah. to a lot of leagues. And that is why, even today, we found out, um, in terms of tampering, that the Dolphins did oh, you, you're going to pay for that. You're losing a first-round draft pick and you're losing a third-round draft pick next year and the following year because that speaks to the integrity of the game. You tampered with the game. So that's where the NFL stands, just like they did with Deshaun Watson. Now, player-wise, we've seen players take lesser contracts, right? Because mm-hmm. they want to stay committed to their team or or you know, they believe that that franchise is going to put them in a position to... Uh, know go after a championship i feel like this is kind of in that same space of tiger woods appreciating all that the game has done for him on the pga level right and you know kind of him rising from the ashes and coming back to the pga tour even if he never wins again and there's something about him that's going to also carry him far beyond this one-time hit right he'll make that 700 or 800 because he's always going to if he wants to endorse until the day he dies he'll have opportunities on you know on u.s soil and probably beyond you know even the lore from the former british open now the open so you think about that and it becomes a question of is it worth it and there are just there are a lot of questions about live golf and their affiliations and i just believe with him Always also trying to rebrand and continue to repair his image just wasn't worth it.
0: And 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 to be honest with you, I I get it. I understand it, right? Like I know Mm -hmm. I made a big deal out of it. That's a lot of doggone money to turn out. But (laughs) when actually when when that wears off, when the number wears off, you kind of you have to think about it, you have to consider what comes with that. Because at the end of the day, when people start coming around, throwing a whole bunch of money around to get things started. Mm-hmm. Like you have to question it. You have to understand yeah. what's the long term, uh, you know, uh, consequences for this. Like, mm-hmm. because I know Saga Woods has been an ambassador for the PGA. He's yeah. the only reason why I was even interested yeah. in golf. Yes. Period. Yes. So when you think about that, what that what he did for the game and what mm-hmm. the PGA has um, done for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he th- takes all those things in consideration. Right. Because like he's not he not understands fully. He's mm-hmm. not going to be able to play forever and compete at a high level. So at some point, I'm sure uh, he's going to be, have some type of high-level, high-ranking level, high position mm-hmm. you know, in the PGA once he's yes. completely done playing golf. And, and I, like I said, I understand the long-term value of it. And I always – and I even think about it from this standpoint, right? You know, I always DJ Shockley is a guy who's a friend of the show, and I got a yeah. chance to kind of rap with him last, um, last Friday when I was mm-hmm. up at Flowery Branch. Yes i looked at the the move for him when he when he was going back and forth with uh david green and west not. he's gonna be the starter and mm-hmm. he ended up waiting his turn and and end up working out for him it worked yeah. out for him not only in the moment but it worked out mm-hmm. for him long term as well because he's working now he's following in run against footsteps as far as mm-hmm. being a, a local tv guy yes. in the state of georgia and mm-hmm. it's because he stuck it around, he stuck it out at Georgia and became one of those guys, you know, once he stepped on the field and proved himself. Mm -hmm. So I think that I look at it like this from, I look at it this this, this, the same way as far as, you know, making a a long-term decision that Mm -hmm. may look a little crazy in the short term, but I I think uh, we're going to talk about a a young lady that uh, made a decision they may look a little crazy in the short term she's t- decided to tweet about the beehive Ooh, they may be coming for a neck but before we get there t go and tell them about coffee am please
1: yeah and you know who always makes good decisions like this lady did not make coffee am that is they make good decisions <laughs> yeah. in being one of the best small batch roasters in this country and how they put forth the fresh product and you will make a good decision if you actually pick up the product. So we talk about it all the time because Jarvis and I are fans. We truly love the product. Again, it's the freshest roast. So think about this. On a day that they ship or just not too far after that, literally when you make that order, that's when they kind of start making that 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 uh, roast, if you will. So think about them going all over the world to get the best the best beans out there. So whether that is direct trade or whether that is free trade, they're out there getting it. If it's organic, they are going to get that too. And that's what you love about them. In addition to, of course, being able to support a local business. So you want to know how to get yourself some, you can go to coffeeam.com slash locked on, and you can see a full menu that includes coffee, Jarvis is a coffee fan, tea, I'm a Mm tea fan, and gift sets in case there is some special occasion that's coming up, or even if you just want to tell somebody, thank you, it's a great thank you gift. Again, if you go to coffeeam.com slash locked on, for your first order, you can get 15% off by just using the code locked on. So if you want to support good local business, if you want to support a great product, check out coffeeam.com slash locked on, get your 15% off today.
0: Today on that first order. So they, they they showing love off the rip. Speaking of um Diane Warren, who's a famed uh songwriter, um uh, she ain't showing no love, seemingly, you know, kind of in a passive aggressive manner. So she tweeted yeah. out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> she tweeted out yesterday, how can there be 24 writers on the song? So essentially she was referring to Beyonce, you know, she just dropped the album, and you as you know, once B drops the album. Everybody and their mama talking about it. So, yes. but she immediately tweeted after that, she deleted, that this isn't meant as shade. I'm just mm-hmm. curious. But the whole thing is, like, if you saying that immediately after you tweet it out, right. people are gonna take it as shade.
1: Yeah, I, right. And then I'm like, is she kidding? So that right. the emoji that she put on that was not the emoji of curiosity. Okay, right. it was a side-eye emoji. So If you want to come for her that way. Almost
0: rolling the eyes,
1: too. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was right there. It was (laughs) was the side eye slash rolling eye emoji. It was not the curiosity emoji that looked like this. So Mm. you set yourself up for people to make the assumption that you were shading her, especially because you as a writer were kind of questioning or seeming to question, oh, she can't write a song by herself? I'm like, do you know this la- This lady has gotten an award on top of award for her writing skills? Like she's in a hall of fame of writers, Beyonce, that is, Dion- Diane Warren is as well. But again, don't go for her unless you are completely compare- prepared for the vitriol that's coming your way, including for me, because <laughs> you just didn't have to go there. Like you should have just <laughs> left that alone. I'm um, telling, leave it alone. And then, you know, of course- um, the dream uh, came and kind of explained to her, hey, this is why she has to do this and the same, you know, the piece of sampling and how we as artists don't get credit. As black artists, they don't get the credit that they deserve. So, this is a way and an opportunity for Beyonce to give the credit to whom it's due. And I, I really appreciated it. And granted, Diane Warren did thank him for his uh, lesson. But guess what? You might want to step off Twitter for a little while because you're right there on the cusp. And I'm not saying I agree with cancellation, but be careful. You're about to be canceled. If you're not careful, don't, don't ever, don't ever, ever, forever, ever, ever go after Beyonce. Just not a good look. Just not a good look. But you know what is a good look? When you're Ryan Howard, because guess what? You are a three. Time rookie of the month. So, congratulations to our girl Ryan Howard for getting that again. I'm seeing rookie of the year in her future. Also, mm-hmm. hoping that we see a brave dove in the future that we could talk about tomorrow. Gonna talk more Falcons training camp with you as well. So, thanks again for rocking with us, and we will see you guys tomorrow.
0: Dog come back. Now you hear.